0: Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
1: Where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly... And survive. Here this place, in place is no place for
0: civilized man. Take it in the guts, Barry. From my- All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions. Dancers, and together. you go through that doorway to the greatest little country. Yes, world. you do. You come to Three C R on Showreel and have a look at Australian film industry. And today we're going to be featuring a film called Jungle, which is by Greg McLean. Now, Greg McLean is the director who brought us Wolf Creek. Now, if you want to see a really, really, really scary film, Wolf Creek is the one, and uh, it was his first feature, so it really opened the box for uh, Greg. Now, Greg's made this film called Jungle. It was uh, uh, the um, opening night uh, film for the a recent Melbourne uh Melbourne Film Festival, which stars Daniel Radcliffe. Now, Daniel Radcliffe, of course, is of Harry Potter fame. Ever since he finished doing Harry Potter, he has just taken the bull by the horns and does the most extraordinary sort of uh, films, that things that uh, allow his acting capacities to be expanded exponentially. And in Jungle, he does definitely uh, have to uh, pull out some um, irons because he uh he plays uh this fellow called Yossi Ginsberg it's a true story based on a true story um and uh Yossi Ginsberg was actually around when they were making the film so obviously it was fairly uh true to form it was about uh, getting lost in the amazon rainforest for know weeks and weeks and uh, surviving ultimately he wrote a best-selling memoir uh, Yossi Ginsberg and Jungle is the filmic realisation of the story and as I said it stars Daniel Radcliffe and an Australian actor Alex Russell alongside others as well anyway it's on in cinemas at the moment and I got to speak to Greg McLean. Now, before we go on to the conversation that I had with Greg when he was in L.A., <laughs> um, that's the thing of modern technology, the things that it allows you to do, uh, I've got a, a double pass to Three Summers. Now, Three Summers is on at the cinema at the moment. It's a really Im- a d- enjoyable, fun film. It's uh, directed by Ben Alton. He wrote it as well. And it's got some great... You know people like Deborah Mailman and John Waters and Magda Szymanski and Michael Caton. It's a it's a really delightful film and it's a it's a, a film that I, it sends you away smiling. But it's also got some quite interesting uh, s- things to say about some very key issues in the Australian society, uh, like Indigenous relations and. Uh, other types of things uh, that are—it's really quite uh, interesting. He's got a great way of actually looking at uh, uh, society from the ground up rather than overlooking it. It's—it's—he's got a really nice touch, and so I've got a double pass to three summers. So if you want to give us a call, nine four one nine eight three seven seven, and uh, giving you. A, your address, then I can send it out to you. Okay, so let's get on with uh, Greg McLean and his film Jungle. Well, Jungle's a bit of a departure from some of the other films that you've been making, uh, usually horror. But uh, So what's, uh, what attracted you to the film?
1: Um, I think, you know, I was just very moved by the story. You know, when I first read the story, I kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's very kind of powerful and emotional. And um, I just found myself thinking, you know, this is a really incredible um, and inspiring story. And I was just drawn to be able to, um, I was drawn to tell something like that. And I really wanted to go on the adventure of telling the story and and getting it out there to audiences. Because it was, you know, an idea worth sort of telling and and sharing.
0: Well, there's a whole range of things going on there. But there is a certain amount of suspense, isn't there? Uh, Sort of uh, synthesizing something out of uh, nothing, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, look, there's there's definitely um there's definitely elements of you know, that's the other part I think was appealing, is that as well as being a um inspiring story, an amazing true story, it's a great adventure and suspense thriller really. So it, it has all these other things going on but, you know, it does have a very kind of classic adventure um thriller feel to it.
0: Do you have, uh, uh, do you look for something in particular? I know, I noticed that um, many of the, I mean, I've just recently seen Belco Experiment uh, and obviously I've seen, right. the, yeah, Wolf Creek, uh, where you've got very strong characters uh, caught up in a, a situation that's larger than themselves. Is that something you like to work with?
1: Right. I th- I think that might be that might be an unconscious theme that I'm drawn to, the na- you know the idea of basically characters having to um, having to deal with a kind of overwhelming threat and trying to to you know come out the other side. Um, that seems to be an a, an unconscious kind of theme about the you know in the movies that I'm that I end up making.
0: Well, it's interesting because the Belko experiment is a closed box sort of uh, affair, <laughs> while Wolf Creek, as well as Jungle, in a sense. Are dealing with environment as well exactly that right
1: right how did you yeah, uh, that's a, that's a good point i think
0: that um, no i was just going to say uh, it must have been really hard to shoot in the jungle
1: we um, we shot the film in in uh, out of bogota in in colombia mm um, so we shot half in colombia all the rivers and mountains and big landscape is in and towns are in um in in colombia and then we shot the second half in um, in queensland at mount tambourine
0: oh right okay I see so it wasn't quite as um unruly as I imagined it must have been
1: <laughs> uh, well the the jungles of colombia are pretty unruly um you know it's it's um you know it's it's, it's, it's you know it's it's a pretty big and wild expanse down there, and all the rivers are basically that. Was all done out of out of, in Colombia as well, so it's not too far from the actual real spot where it all happened.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what sort of uh, efforts do you have to challenges are there for uh, a filmmaker?
1: I think you know one of the one of the biggest challenges was just finding the locations. We spent you know months and months you know trekking around jungles in you know in in South America and in um, and in Queensland trying to find the, the, the specific things. We had to find the towns. We had to find all the, um, all the locations for the first half of the story. And then we had to go into the jungle and find, you know, specific um, geographical, you know, details that were part of the story. Like we had to find the river that had the big canyon walls on it. That, and we also had to find the, um, you know, find the place that had the rock in the middle of the area. So we had to basically search for those things. It took months and months and months of searching. Um, so that was kind of an adventure in itself, but ultimately we found amazing locations in both Queensland and, and Columbia. And I think the big challenge is, you know, when you're shooting outdoors is that, you know, you think that you're the boss and you're the director of a movie, but ultimately mm. the, the weather and nature itself is the boss because if it starts to rain or there's a storm or something, you have to basically just stop and wait. You can't really do anything about it. So, you know, the, you have to basically be flexible, you know, very well, very well planned um, in terms of trying to pull off the days, in terms of what you're trying to achieve. But you also have to be flexible enough to know that um, you're working in nature and that requires some flexibility.
0: How close is the result to the script?
1: Pretty much exactly. Um, the, you know There's a couple of scenes that we dropped just because of time that we just couldn't fit them in. Mm. Um, but it's actually pretty much exactly the script, I think. Um, yeah, we, we we and some scenes have been you know some scenes that were a little bit longer were shortened, and we probably dropped about six scenes that we shot and were in the first cut that um that just because of the length you know that was running quite was running fairly long, we didn't end up putting into the film. But uh, but otherwise it's pretty much exactly the script.
0: Was it difficult uh, because the person who it is actually about would have I mean it's based on his book. Uh, was he there when you were doing the mm. filming?
1: He was. He was. Um, he came down to come down. Came to the Columbia when we we're doing you know pre-production setting it up. Came down to is over in Queensland as well. So he was around and, and accessible to to me and the actors and other production while we were shooting, um, which I think was really important because, you know, I got to go through each line in the script and basically ask him directly, you know, tell me what really happened in this moment and is this accurate? And I ended up you know rewriting quite a bit of the script to become closer to what really happened because I was just. You know, to me, the purest telling of the story was the book, and I just wanted to make sure that we were, you know, as close to that piece of storytelling as possible because the book is really effective. And I, I thought that was, you know, if I, if, I, if I stayed close to that, then I felt like I could make a good movie.
0: Did you just read the book and then say, oh, that'd be a great movie?
1: Well, I, I mean, I got the script, the script got sent to me first, and I, I thought the script was pretty great. And then I read the book, and I thought the book was even better. So I basically, <laughs> you know... Sign on to do the movie and then basically started to work with Yossi on trying to make sure the script was, was as accurate as possible to what really happened.
0: And how did you get uh, Daniel Radcliffe, who was fantastic in this film? He's a very good actor, isn't
1: he? He's amazing. He's such a great actor and, and really great to work with. Um, we were going through lists of potential people and someone mentioned um, Daniel and we set up a phone call and we jumped on the phone and... Um, you know he had the same reaction that I did to the to the to the story and the character and 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 kind of thought it was a fantastic opportunity to play a really amazing um person and to you know a really challenging you know in a really challenging part so i think you know he's someone who is obviously looking for challenges and he thought i think he thought this would be a really big acting challenge and would be hard to, hard to do so that that's why he jumped on and we kind of just were both very enthusiastic about doing it as accurately and with as much detail as we could, so we sort of connected on that level.
0: It, it is a very boys' film, isn't it? I mean, it's not unpleasant for me to watch, and it's interesting for me to watch, but it is actually <laughs> getting into a boys' psychology, isn't it?
1: Well, it's, it's, it is a film about male friendship. Um, yeah, You know, it's it's, um, it's about, you know, and it's kind of explores that, and it's interesting because people, I've been talking to some people who have been watching the film, and they're going, oh, it's it's interesting because you don't see a lot of films that explore that kind of the complexities of male friendship and kind of ego and pride and you know, the pa- power plays that go on among male groups of friends and group dynamics. And that's really, I mean, to me that was one of the very interesting things about the story was that it was about this. Um, it was about these, these intricate relationships of these, these guys and what happened and that, that was fairly compelling to me. And, and it, but, but you're right. It is it is a boys' own adventure in the sense that it's a bunch of boys, and the female characters in the film you know they're not they're seen from the, they're from Yossi's point of view, so they're from a very male point of view, um, and that's just what the story is. But yeah, it is it is a it is a bit of a boys' own adventure.
0: Oh, and it's completely valid. I, I actually found that really interesting. I also found it really interesting that he was so stupid to do it. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, it, he. he, is, he you know, and Yossi's the first. You know, he's the first to admit that he was completely stupid on a number of. You know, he's very frank about the fact that he was so naive and so foolish to think that that he and Kevin could do this, and that they. You know, he knows he. he you know, he he's the first to, to to agree with you that they shouldn't have split up. They shouldn't. You know, the first rule of 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 being in the in the wilderness like that, you never, never, never split up. It's the worst idea you could possibly think of but I think at the time he was you know he was very young he was very naive and he didn't know what he was getting himself into and he just wanted to kind of please Kevin who he kind of idolized because Kevin was you know much more experienced and much more um you know um kind of the alpha male and he just didn't want to let him down and he really didn't want to go he didn't want to go on the adventure but he didn't want to let Kevin down so we kind of went on this thing and kind of um got so way in over his head which is kind of interesting because he's a yeah, he admits that he was kind of like this very naive and foolish. And, you know, he's a, he was a charming character, but very naive and, and foolish.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and and that really is what this story is about. So that's pretty um, compelling in itself. Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a programme on film, on filmmakers, and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR.
1: Eight Days of Solidarity with Refugees
0: is a grassroots campaigning to support long-term detained refugees. Between the 12th and 19th of November, there will be vigils, film nights, a community picnic, a solidarity walk and more. Anyone is welcome to make an event or organise
1: solidarity actions.
0: Look up more info on 8daysofsolidarityforrefugees.wordpress.com 8 Days of Solidarity is a 3CR supporter. You're on 3CR with Annie on Showreel and we're talking to Greg McLean whose film Jungle is out at the moment. Uh, He's been quite prolific actually as I was mentioning in the uh, interview so far that uh, Belco Experiment was also a film by uh, Greg. Anyway, I go a little bit further into his career in the next section. He's a very interesting fellow. Much more interesting than you'd expect. Although anybody who made uh, Wolf Creek as your first film, you've got to take your hat off too. I looked up yeah. things about you and I was really uh, interested that you started your career, uh, well, you started off doing a fine arts degree with uh, painting as your major and then you did these really interesting things like uh, work with uh, a very important uh, theatre director, um Neil Armfield, and then you also went on to yeah. to uh, work with someone in the opera, uh, which is Australian opera. This is a very interesting uh, sort of background for making films, isn't it? Does it lean to it?
1: Uh, look, I think I think I had a, you know I think I, I went on a creative journey that that led me to um, led me to making films and TV, and just you know I think you know in the first part of my life, I, you know I, I started out wanting to be a painter. And I, you know, because I could draw naturally very well, my my family can, you know, have come from a fairly artistic, artistically talented family
0: yes.
1: and I was just able to draw. So I was drawn to painting and I was drawn to creating, um, you know, to photography and, 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 and the arts basically. So that was kind of what I wanted to be. I wanted to be in that world. I wanted to be a painter, but I was always, you know, in love with movies and cinema. And so I kind of naturally just went through a long period of developing um, creatively and was very lucky to be able to, you know, to, to go and uh, go to NIDA and study directing and work in theatre and work in theatre for a bit, and then go and work under the Armfield and Baz Luhrmann and, you know, I kind of, I, I was on a kind of creative journey that I didn't really know what, it, what where it was going and then ultimately I kind of, I think when I discovered writing and screenwriting, it kind of gave some shape to where I was going because once I kind of realised that I could write, because I never really considered that I could write because I I left you know, I left high school in year ten. I wasn't particularly good academically. I didn't really apply I didn't wasn't really interested in school that much except for art and a few other things that I liked. So it never crossed my mind that I could actually, you know, be someone who wrote. And then when I came out of drama school at night I realized that um you know, I, I went to a playwriting class and I kind of realised the connection between, you know, directing and acting and writing was all kind of one very similar kind of creative impulse and then I started writing and just wrote a bunch of screenplays and and then that kind of, you know, that kind of was very important in terms of me galvanizing my my talent into one area and then I got started with making my first film and, you know, I've kind of been going ever since.
0: Yeah, that's history. But what I was going to say was because what's going on is you've got to insert time and movement, don't you?
1: Right, exactly. That's right.
0: Uh, it, that's kind of it's like Stiltskin though it's like spinning story into gold Her, um, uh, what was that uh, uh, you know like because when you like it, was it the storyboarding approach that allowed you to be able to tell storytell in that visual way
1: well I I, I did you know I, I was very I was always very attracted to narrative painting and I was very attracted to um, to art periods that weren't very fashionable or cool like I was obsessed with the you know obsessed with kind of, um, you know, Victorian-era Victorian, Victorian era mm-hmm. narrative painters and the pre-Raphaelites who were basically making paintings about kind of a romanticised version of, you know, Greek myths and religious mm-hmm. stories. And I was just drawn to those kind of odd periods in art, art history and also, you know, obviously the Renaissance and, um, you know, all those different periods of art where they were basically telling stories through pictures. So it wasn't I wasn't necessarily wanting to just, do painting I was actually really what I was drawn to was the stories that were being told through through images
0: Yeah, and okay. so and
1: then I eventually you know I was always into comic books as well so mm. and comic books are essentially visual storytelling so those things kind of combined into into thinking about you know story and making cinema and also that's part of the reason why my films are very visually beautiful because I'm very interested in the image I'm very interested in, in ph- photography and I'm very careful with, you know, what images I put on screen. So when I'm shooting a scene, I'm not just shooting a scene of people talking. I'm crafting light and crafting colour and composition and basically trying to make a visual experience and doing visual storytelling, which is all really cinema and TV is.
0: Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, it's since you've uh, – I mean, Wolf Creek was – Oh, I watched that film and I had nightmares. It really did freak me out. That film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a very good film. Yeah, uh, it's an film. yeah. And did you? Were you up for what you unleashed once you got that out on screen?
1: Um, well, I was. I was pleased that I. That I. I was pleased that I made something that people seemed to be responding to. Um, and, you know, in many ways, the film was an experiment. I basically spent. You know, because once I decided, once I sort of left art school and was sort of trying to work out how to get into film, I spent about six or seven years struggling to get a film made and, and writing scripts and failing and writing scripts and failing and not getting funding and, you know, a long time thinking about movies and thinking about storytelling and basically, you know, studying stories and studying writing and studying, studying the different ways that different stories. Are either impactful or not on audiences. So, Wolf Creek was kind of like my master's thesis in all the things <laughs> that I learnt about, you know, how to tell stories to have an impact.
0: How to scare the shit out um, of people.
1: And the, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was there was a lot of thought when he trying to work <laughs> out how to tell something really scary. Um, and you yeah, know, I was very, I was, I was pleased and kind of, um, you know, glad that people that people responded to it and, the, and I made a film that people. Responded to and and had an had an emotional response to because that was really the film was in some ways a really an experiment in trying to um, you know play with just how much you can put on screen and what you can how intensely you can create an atmosphere and how you create fear in an audience and all that kind of stuff so it was it was a, certainly an experiment that um, paid off in many ways.
0: Do you have a, a group of people that you work with? Uh, that's common, you know, the where you get people who you feel comfortable with, like a cinematographer, an editor, those sorts of things, or is that just something that happens with each of the projects?
1: Um, I, I, early in my first two films I had a a, a group of, you know, a recurring group of producers I work with on two films and then, you know, they went off and did other things, our paths kind of separated. Now most much more now I kind of work um you know, I basically now I just kind of collect different people as I go along. There are certain people I really love to work with, who I try and work with um, on different projects. But I'm I'm fairly open about meeting new creative people and being inspired by new people and that kind of stuff.
0: So really, it's about where the money comes from. So was the Belco experiment a, a studio film, American studio film?
1: It was, yes. Yeah. So that was a that was an American studio film. And on that one, actually, that was, one, that was interesting, because yeah, that was a project where literally for me, it was a real experiment because um, I, 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 one of the reasons I took that I did that movie was because I was, it was literally with no one I'd ever met before mm. on any level of the crew or even the post-production. So I thought it would be a really good challenge for me to say, I'm going to be dropped into a foreign country, making a studio film with people I've never met, speak a different language. I thought if I can pull that off, I can pretty much do anything. So you're the um, so Yossi. I,
0: I you're the and, uh, you're you're the Yossi of filmmaking.
1: I was the in that in that example. I was the Yossi of filmmaking. Mm.
0: Well, it was successful. You had some really good actors in that film.
1: Yeah, it was a great. I mean, it was and it was a really you know I I love that film and um, I'm really proud of it. And I thought we did. We had an amazing cast. Really, really great actors. Um, you know, and then good producers as well. It was really good on that movie to have good producers who were there to protect the material, and you know support the director, which was important with a film that you know could have been toned down or watered down that really got it kind of got through because we had some good support and um, yeah, it's a, I love that film
0: What was it like working for a studio?
1: Um, look, it was challenging because I had, I had a fairly sheltered um, fairly sheltered filmmaking life. Um, until, until that point, or until, until the darkness, actually, because you know my first three movies, I was, you know, I originated the material, I was, I wrote or co-wrote the script, I was a producer of the of the movie with other producers, but essentially I had that role in those films, and then you know, Belco was my second kind of American film, and um, it was interesting, it was a challenge. I mean, you know, it was a new thing to be able to um, to work in an environment whereby there are levels of power that kind of have nothing to do with the film except that they can make decisions that will change the entire movie on a whim. So that was kind of a new experience for me. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was certainly, certainly has those sort of challenges.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, well, Jungle is out and it was uh, premiered at the uh, Melbourne Film Festival and it's having a season now and that's one of the reasons why I'm talking to you. What comes up next for you?
1: Um, right now I'm just, I'm working on finishing the um, second season of the Wolf Creek TV show. Oh, yes. So we did our, our, we did a, um, the first season of the TV show, which came out last year and was made with Stan, you know, the Stan, the Australian streaming service. Yes. And we're just finishing the second season. Actually, we're just finishing the, um, the last episode this week. Oh. Um, and it's looking amazing. So I'm very excited about, about that series. And then, um, next year I, um, I have no plans of yet, but I'm in LA reading scripts and, looking at some film projects and some TV projects. So we'll see what happens.
0: Thanks for talking to me, Greg.
1: No problem. Thank thank you very much.
0: No worries. Bye. That was Greg McLean, and uh, his film Jungle is out at the moment. And interestingly enough, they just started advertising the uh, Wolf Creek Uh, next series for Stan on the TV just the other night so there you go, it really is true it's happening. Uh, We're going out now with uh, uh, Lucinda Williams again, Tears of Joy and uh, we're being uh, followed by a great program published or not so uh, off we go. Thursday continues.
1: I paid the cost I've been a mess Misguided and lost But I've been so blessed Since our paths have crossed
0: That's why I'm crying
1: Tears of joy my own little world since I was sixteen. Little Miss playground, making the same. Then you took this. Girl.